Welcome to Rash Thoughts, a podcast about life and all its wonderful challenges. Get ready to change the way you think about yourself and learn why the world needs you. Dean Rash will share his life, his thoughts, and his vision for making our world better for future generations. Now, here is your host, Dean Rash. Well, hello, good day, good afternoon, good morning, whichever it is for you. Welcome back to Rash Thoughts. I'm Dean Rash, and these are my thoughts. You know, this week, it's kind of a tough topic I'm thinking of, and I'm, I'm going to go kind of deep this time. And I was talking to my wife last night, and I said, you know, one of the things that I struggle with sometimes is being my being myself. I feel like there's a bigger piece of passion that's laying out inside of me that I want to share with people, but I hold back for fear of being judged. And I don't know if you have that same that same attribute, so to speak, within you, where you feel like, you know what, if I actually let people know who my authentic self is, then they're going to judge me. They're going to look at me differently. They're going to uh, think different of me. They're not going to follow me the way they did, or whatever it might be, right? They might not like me, however that might be. But you know what? At some point, at some point, we have to be our authentic, true selves, or people aren't going to gravitate to us because of us. They're going to gravitate to us for other reasons, which might not necessarily fill us up the way we want to. So the way I want to look at this today, right, and you look at the title of the podcast, it says I'm terminal. And I'm not terminal. I'm actually going to live for a while yet, I believe. Um, But I'm going to die. I'm going to die like every one of us. We're all terminal if we think about it in those sense, right? I was reading a book recently by Matthew Kelly. And I don't know if you've ever read any of his books or not. Still going through it. But I was in a chapter. He was talking about doing some work with a, a hospice center. And he had some time to sit down and talk to the nurses at the hospice center one night. And just asked him some questions. And one of the questions that he asked him was, what do people who are terminally ill talk about? What is it that they share about their lives or their experiences? Do they have regrets? What are their thoughts? That kind of stuff. And and, and sadly, they had like 24 regrets that he saw come through continuously on the conversation. And I thought about that and I thought, why is it that we need to be told that we're terminally ill that we're not going to live another 10, 20 years, but we might only live another six months. Why does it take that message at that time to put a fire in our belly that says we should have lived differently? Because we should have, right? We have stuff inside of us that we want to do. We have dreams, we have passions, we have goals, we have desires, whatever that might be. We have gifts that this world needs to have Yet it takes somebody telling us that we're terminally ill before we start living. That's kind of sad. So I want to look at my life as if I am terminal, right? I don't know what my last day is going to be. I don't know what day I'm actually going to pass on to the next world. You know, and I hope I'm going to heaven. I, I'm, I believe in God. I believe that there's a heaven. I have a, I have a purpose on this earth that he's given me. He's given me some gifts and some talents, and he's expecting me to understand what those are, and he's helping guide me and give me messages so I actually perform and do the things that I'm supposed to do here. And doing this podcast, I think, is one of those things. I think it's important for me to inspire others through my stories and through my message to help you gain a better sense of who you are and help you move forward in your life. So why is it that we need to be told we're terminally ill before we decide that we're going to live. 
What if we made that decision today? What if we made the decision today that I know I'm terminal? I know I'm going to die. It might not be for 40 years, but it's going to happen. I damn well better start living today. That's a completely different mindset, right? That's a completely different mindset. That starts us thinking about what's really important in our life. You know, kind of quoting out of this book that Matthew Kelly wrote. It's a good, it's a good book. I'm reading it. I'm, I'm enjoying it. I'm, I'm learning a lot out of it. That's the key, right? We, we got to keep learning all the time. But here's some of the things that the nurses said. I'm, I'm going to read these. These are quoted right from the book. I wish I had the courage to just be myself. Man, that's tough, right? There are times that we put on a face or an image or a, a persona that we think that we have to do for everybody else. I do that, right? I do that. I hold back. You know, I think about myself when I'm speaking and I'm on stage and I think about what I want to do and how I want to do it and how passionate I want to be and how I want to drive this message home and how I want to inspire people to be great. And then I get up on stage and I start going for it and all of a sudden I look at the crowd and I feel, ooh, I don't know, maybe they're not ready for me yet. Who cares? Maybe they're not ready for me. But maybe today isn't the day that, that my message gets through to them. Maybe it's tomorrow. Maybe it's a week down the road. But at some point, I have to be my authentic, true self. I have to have the courage to be myself and be who I am. And I guess if you don't like it, I can't control that. You know, another one that he had on here is, I wish I had been a better spouse. And I think this holds true for a lot of different things. I, I, I don't think it just means being a better spouse. I think it also means just, just being a better partner with other people. You know, being a better human being. You know, being more responsive to others in your life that you care about and love. You know, be there for them. Support them. Encourage them. Love them unconditionally. I mean, we're all going to screw up. There's not one of us that's perfect. Not one of us. And if you're perfect, send me an email. All right? I want to I see it. I want to know who you are. You can send it to me at dean at uh, deanrash.com. I'd be happy to read your email if you're perfect. I know there's, I'm not going to get one. Because we're not perfect. None of us are. You know, we may joke around and act like we are at times, but none of us are perfect. So, so do a good job, a better job, being a better spouse, being a better friend, being a better brother, father, mother, sister, aunt, uncle, whatever it might be. Just be there. Be present. Be better. Another thing that people talked about on their, you know, in their last days was, I wish I had taken better care of myself. Yeah, we, you know, you, you hear the phrase, you know, work hard, party hard, or work hard, play hard, whatever it might be. Yeah, that's great. But take care of yourself in the process. I'm terrible at it, to be honest with you. Getting back into it. I'm doing a, a reset, metabolic reset. My, my good friend Brad Davidson wrote this book, The 21-Day Metabolic Reset. And uh, I did it last year. Phenomenal results. Absolutely phenomenal results. I lost like 17 pounds. I dropped my blood pressure by 20 points. I was feeling great. I was sleeping better. The whole bit. And I maintain probably 60% of what Brad told me to do throughout the past year. Now, in the past couple of months, I've been a little down on myself. Had some transition, some change going on. Uh, venturing out on a, on a, on a new deal that's, that's exciting and scary all at the same time. It has no support. You know, it has no, no hey, I'm going to help you out, carry you through, make sure you're consistent, have a paycheck, all that kind of stuff. But it's exciting. And so I let myself go a little bit. And I thought, well, you know what? You're an idiot. You know, you're going the right direction, and then you stopped. You got scared. You got nervous. 
You got to put it back out there, right? I got to put it back out there, and I'm going to. So I started the reset again today. I'll be honest with you. Today, I punched in 246.2 pounds. That's pathetic. I think that's pathetic on my part. So I'm resetting. I'm working out again. I've been working out for a while now with with, uh, my wife. We actually do a Jillian Michaels workout, and I'll tell you what, that woman kills me. Not my wife, Jillian Michaels. Man, I I pulled muscles. Uh, She almost made me throw up a couple of times during the videos, but I pushed myself. I kept going, right? I'm making the changes to do a better job of taking care of myself. Because if I take better care of myself, I can take better care of my family, my wife, my friends, my, my, you know, my business partners, um, my customers, whoever that might be. I can do a better job of taking care of them if I take care of myself, right? Absolutely. Here, another one that, that uh, Matthew Kelly had in there is, I wish I had stayed in touch with old friends. And I struggle at this. And part of this has to do with some of my past. And I'll share some of my past in a very soon upcoming uh, podcast. And I'll tell you what, when I share that one, it's going to be tough. Because it's gonna, I'm going to share something about my past that's extremely difficult to talk about. To me, it's extremely embarrassing. It's very frustrating. It's a secret I held for 37 years. Um, and it's, it, it was tough. But because of that, I had a hard time keeping friends. Because when they got too close, I pushed them away. Um, or if they got too close, I separated a little bit and I kept some distance. And that's not what I want to do. But it's what I did. But I'm not doing it anymore. I'm reaching out to old friends. We're meeting up again. We're having a beer. Maybe it's a PBR. Maybe it's you know having a lunch. Maybe it's just hanging out and uh, BSing for who knows how long, talking about the old days, whatever it is, right? But I'm connecting with old friends. I'm letting them know I'm still here. I'm letting them know that I'm thinking about them, that I care about them, that I want to be a part of their life. Stay in touch with your old friends, all right? The other thing is, the other big one that I saw in there was, you know, I wish I had pursued more of my dreams, and that's, you know, that goes through my head time and time and time again. It's like, what am I supposed to be doing? And I have to believe, and I do believe, that there is a purpose for my life. There is some reason why I've been tested the way I was. And the things that I went through that put me in the place I am today and put me on the path that I'm supposed to follow. And if I follow that path, if I follow that path, full on, no second guessing it, with all the troubles that it's going to have, with all the ups and downs, that I will get to live the life that I'm destined for and I will get to achieve my, achieve my dreams, right? So my dreams have to be quantified somehow. I've got to figure out what it is that I want, which I have a pretty good idea now, and then I have to put something to it, some goals to it so I can get there. You know, my biggest dream is just to Make sure I can take care of my wife the way that she needs to be taken care of and take care of my kids the way that they deserve to be taken care of and give them the things that they want. That's part of my dream. The other part of my dream is making sure that I'm doing what I'm supposed to do to help those people around me who want me to help them. If you want me to help you grow your business, if you want me to help you with your nonprofit and make it better, if you really are truly interested in making those things happen, that's what I want to do. I want to help you do that. I want to make that happen. Because that to me is important about my life. That's part of my life. That's my purpose. My purpose is to help you be great. You know, but it doesn't have to mean that I have to wait until somebody tells me that I've got six months to live for me to start acting on it. How ridiculous is that if I would truly wait until I only had six months to live and said, 
you know what? I'm on. Let's go. I'm going to live now. Because I'll tell you what, having been there with cancer treatments, having watched people pass away from cancer treatments, when they get the message they got two years to live, I'll tell you what, those last few months of their lives aren't as productive as they'd like them to be. There's not a lot of living left once you've been told that. I watched my mom die. She was told on her birthday in 1977 that she had four to six months to live. She made it about four. I watched. There wasn't a lot of living happening at that point. All she was doing was staying as healthy as she could through the treatments that she had, hoping that she could get one more day so she could be with her family. That's all it was. I don't want to wait until I'm told that I'm terminal. I've decided today that I'm terminal. I'm going to die sometime in my life. We all are going to die sometime in our life. But today I've made the decision, I want you to make the decision too, that today you start living your life as if you're terminal and start living it on purpose and living it, fulfilling your dreams, paying attention to where your old friends are at, staying in contact with them, being a better spouse, being a better brother, a better husband, a better sister, a better aunt, uncle, whatever it might be. And be courageous. And believe in yourself and be your authentic, natural self. That's what I'm going to do today. And then I'm going to do it tomorrow. And I'm going to do it the next day. And I want you to join me and do the same thing. We're all terminal. We're all going to die at some point. It doesn't mean that we coast through life until that point that we're told that. It means that we start living now. So when we get to that point that we are told that we're truly terminal and we've only got a limited time to live, that we look back at our lives and we go, damn, I did great things. I was a great father. I was a great mother. I was a great husband or wife. I got this incredible network of friends that we stay connected with. We do things together. I don't care how simple or how how goofy it might be. We created memories. I pursued my dreams. I accomplished some of my goals. Not all of them because I had some stretch goals out there too. But I lived a good life. I lived my life on my terms. I lived my life on purpose. Today, you got to witness my true authentic self. This is who I am. This is what burns inside of me. This is what I believe. And I have to learn to trust myself enough that when I present this way to the people that I talk to, in the speeches that I do, to the clients that I work with in my coaching consulting business, I have to trust that what I'm doing by bringing it out this way with this passion, with this purpose, that I'm doing the right things for them and that they might not get the message. And I have to be okay with that because I know at some point, maybe something will click. You know, I had a couple of meetings over the past few weeks and one of, one of my clients said to me, he goes, do you know why I work with you? Why I asked you to work with me? I honestly told him I didn't know. That's kind of lame on my part. He said, he says, because I trust you. I trust you to be honest with me. I trust you to hold me accountable. And I told him I appreciated that, which I do. But then I thought, how come I don't know that about myself? What am I not paying attention to in myself? And that's why I've got to change and be courageous and be my authentic self. I have to do the things that I know are right for me and that are right for my family, my friends, and all the people that I work with. So today... 
before I go, I want you to commit to something. I want you to commit to start living your life like it's your last day. I want you to commit to making a purpose in this world. And like I always say when I sign off my show, I want you to live your life on purpose. Thank you. Have a great week. If you want to comment, send me an email, dean at deanrash.com. Like me on iTunes. Love people like me on iTunes. Share my podcast with others or visit my website. Be more than happy to talk to you. Again, have a great week and keep living your life on purpose. Thank you for listening to Rash Thoughts. Remember to subscribe to this podcast on iTunes and to follow Dean on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter. Help us change the world by liking and sharing this podcast so others can be inspired too. If your company or organization is looking for a speaker, contact Dean at dean at deanrash.com or visit his website, deanrash.com.